Hello, my friends. I'm really excited to be here with you this week to talk to you about a subject that I'm super passionate about, and that is how to feel more at peace and to feel happier and more confident by releasing your stress and anxiety. I told you last time that a recent study showed that up to 87% of Americans are feeling stress. And a big part of that stress is coming from the economy. There's a lot of unknowns out there right now that does often lead to stress. The type of people that I work with tend to be high achievers. So people that tend to be hard on themselves, as you probably have guessed, that's me as well. I've always been really hard on myself. And that's been an area that I've been working really heavily on in my own coaching process and in uh, my personal growth journey. So if that speaks to you, then this is definitely something you want to listen to because I really want to talk to you about how so many of us high achievers get in this place where we feel like we, you know, we have to get things done, which is okay. That's good. You know, it's good, great to have goals. We need to have goals because that's actually what leads to happiness. And that's what ultimately leads to fulfillment, fulfillment, excuse me, when you have, you know, you're continually learning and growing. So it's good to have goals. Um, that being said, oftentimes people that are really focused on the goals and the achievement sometimes lose sight of our heart and what really, you know, our soul is telling us. And oftentimes we have some unease in our life and there's sometimes a little voice telling you something's off, something's not right. And we're not always so great at listening to that little voice. So I just uh, recently finished my book. It hasn't been published yet. It should be within the next month to two months um, working on cover so as you can see behind me, um, it's called the mindset shift, how to feel happier and more confident by releasing stress and anxiety. So it's really starts off with my story that I told you last time about how I was such a high achiever, was such a, a perfectionist that focused on just getting things done so much so that I wasn't happy. I wasn't fulfilled. I definitely didn't feel that peace. I felt a constant anxiety and it was oftentimes low level, sometimes like this high level anxiety, that feeling that I couldn't take a deep breath, that feeling that I had this pressure in my chest. A lot of my clients have other, you know, they present differently. Sometimes they just feel tense all the time, or sometimes they seem good on the outside, but you know, maybe they're drinking too much or they're um, arguing with their spouse, or sometimes they come home and they're just exhausted and they binge on Netflix or they do things that, you know, they're not really showing up in their life the best way that they can, and they don't know how to change. So what I want for you is to learn how to listen to that little voice that's telling you something, because the, if you're having unease in your life, number one, your body's telling you, because Sometimes we don't want to face things, but our body is telling us. So when you have that little voice or that something that's not right, and you just feel like something's off, usually like me, you'll have something going on with your body. For me, I had that tension and then that feeling like that I really couldn't take a deep breath. What is it for you? If you have a feeling of stress in your life, how does it show up for you? Are you arguing more with your, your significant other? Are you um, just wanting to stay home and not do anything? Are you 
saying yes when you shouldn't, you know, the bottom line is oftentimes we're not putting ourselves first because we don't even think that that's a possibility. That's for another topic though. I have lots to say on that. Um, but so one of the things that I think you can do if you're feeling that unease is to get honest with yourself, because a lot of times when we are feeling that low level anxiety or that stress, um, and that tiny voice is telling us something, but we're not really sure what it's telling us. That's the problem. So what we have to learn how to do is to, to slow down enough to listen to that little voice. So when I got honest with myself about, you know, what that tiny voice was telling me, I told you I had been in sales and medical device sales for years and I wasn't happy, but I was scared to leave. It's scary to leave a career that you've been in for years, especially when you're making good money because you say to yourself, well, how am I going to make pay my bills? How am I going to get a job that pays this well? This is what I know. But think about it. Most of us, when we go to college, we're 17 or 18. What do you really know about life at that point? What do you even really know about yourself? And then maybe someone will tell you, maybe your parents, maybe you think it's a good idea. Maybe you do some research and you say, oh, this might be good for me. And then you try it, or you might change three or four times during the course of your twenties. Sometimes we go to college and we come out with a degree and oftentimes we don't end up doing what we studied and that's okay. But the the point is, you know, a lot of my clients are in their forties and fifties and they kind of just fell into something. So there's so many people that aren't really fulfilled with what they're doing in, or their career, but they don't really know where to go with it. And that's okay. And the, the reason I say it's okay is because I don't want you to feel like I have to figure it out right now. Or, you know, why can't I find my purpose? Because I know a lot of people are talking about purpose in the last several years. And I believe that you should kind of know your purpose, but let's not even go there yet because it's not like one day you wake up and say, this is my purpose. Sometimes that happens for people, but oftentimes it's more of a unraveling and a almost like recognizing over time and experience and trying different things. And this thing doesn't work. And that thing took me down this path. And wow, that was a surprise. And I really kind of like that. Like when I started coaching, I, I did a lot of um, group coaching with mid-level managers. And I found that even though I had wanted to change and I just wanted to be a coach so badly, when I started doing that, I didn't like it as much. And I was starting to feel that anxious feeling again, because I really love speaking in front of a group. I love writing and I love one-on-ones or smaller groups. So that taught me about part of what my purpose is. I didn't know at that point what my purpose was and that evolves too. So you think your purpose is one thing one day. And then as you evolve that your purpose might evolve. So I'd, I'd say, because this podcast is kind of like the coaching journey. I want to start you out where I start my clients out. Obviously we can't get into all the details of what we do in a, a coaching session, but at, the, at least I do want you to get clear with yourself about what areas you might not being on. You might not be being honest with yourself about, because oftentimes we're living our life. We're working in a career where maybe we're seeing somebody um, or whatever it is. And we say to ourselves, something's not right but you don't want to face it. So we just kind of move forward. And then we wonder why later we end up being angry or depressed or whatever comes up, right? Or bad, you know, something bad comes out of it. 
So the first step is to, if you have stress or anxiety or unease in your life, to get really honest with yourself about where it's coming from. You, it's easy to say, yeah, I'm worried about money. And that's a real thing. So I'm not undermining that. That's a serious, real thing. And the unknown is very scary for all of us because we all have a very high need for security. That's one of our basic human emotional needs. It's one of the first things, you know, obviously, obviously most people know the Maslow's hierarchy, right? Um, but the, what I find is that gets in people's way a lot because we, we, sometimes we worry because it makes us feel like we're like, if we put the worry in, then the bad thing won't happen. And that's not always the case. So what can we really focus on? It's two things, our thoughts and our actions. So what I want you to start to think about is how can I get really honest with myself and then accountable? So what do I mean by accountable? My definition of accountability is knowing what you want. And that's sometimes not easy, right? Um, and then the second step of that is being crystal clear with yourself and others about why you want it. And then the third step is doing what you say you will do to make it happen. And sometimes you think you know what you want. And then as you're, you know, doing what you say you will do to make it happen, you realize, you know what, this isn't really what I want. And that's okay. That's part of the, the accountability process. Because when you know what you want, and you're really crystal clear about why you want it, then once you start doing it, you'll, you'll know for sure if that's truly what you want. For instance, I always thought, and I still, obviously, we all want success, right? We want to make money. There's nothing wrong with that. I highly advocating making lots of money. And that's what I do. I help people to be more successful, but money is not, it's not a purpose. It's not enough to make us feel fulfilled on a deep level. Um, it helps, it helps us to not have that anxiety and or stress, and it helps us to feel that security. So of course we all want to be successful and financially secure, um, but money is not enough to, you know, to make you happy in and of itself. We still need other things. We need connection with other human beings. We need to feel like we're growing. We need to feel fulfilled. So I used to think that I wanted, like when I started to be a coach, I just wanted to be a successful coach. I wanted to be a best-selling author. I wanted to get all the best gigs and I wanted to be up there with Oprah. And that's still, you know, a goal. Of course, I want to meet Oprah. Of course, I'd love for my book to be highly successful. But when I really got honest with myself, I really realized that I want peace. That's my number one my number one goal, like, yes, because I thought about it. I'm like, if I had all the money in the world, but I didn't have peace, how would that make me feel? And then I asked myself too. So yes, peace. But then I say to myself, if I had all the peace in the world, but I didn't have love, if I didn't have connection with other human beings, if I didn't have my husband, if I didn't have close friends, if I didn't have my children, would I be happy? So you know what, I'm going to change it. <laughs> I do. Peace is very high for me, uh, for my, like my purpose or what's most important in my life. But I think that my loving connections are most important and then peace. It's almost like neck and neck. So I want you to start to ask yourself, knowing you're an achiever, knowing you want to be highly financially successful, 
what do you really want most in your life? And that will help you become accountable. And then ask yourself the question I asked myself, okay, if I had this thing, like say you say it's be financially secure. Great. If I have a million dollars in the bank, but I don't have peace, how would I feel? If I don't have, if I have a million dollars in the bank and I don't have this, how would I feel? So that will tell you what's number one. It doesn't mean that number two isn't close behind. So obviously I want connections, but do I want to be destitute? No, (laughs) I still want to be successful, but at least it will help you on your path to find fulfillment. If you know what's really most important to you and, and how to prioritize your time, because if you know that your connections are important, then maybe when you're at work, you will work to connect more with people. And guess what that will do? That will help you to have more positive influence, which will help you to show up better as a leader. So um, the first step is to really understand what's most important in my life. So this is a an exercise that I have my clients do. I'm going to have you do this. And I want you to please leave comments about what this experience, you know, it taught you or kind of like w- what your process has is, is going through this. So right now today, well, when you listen to this, it will probably be later, but right now it's, um, November 8th, 2022. If you're sitting here one year from today, November 8th, 2023, or whatever the date is the next year, one year from today, 12 months from today, what must have happened for you to feel like you made great progress and for you to feel like you feel fulfilled, happy at peace. So what must be beyond all else have happened? So sometimes people are surprised by that because they they think, oh, I have to make this amount of money. I have to get promoted. I have to have this thing at work happen. But then if you think it has to be the one thing that's most important, it could be something else that's maybe personal. Maybe you want to lose a certain amount of weight. Maybe you want to feel better about yourself emotionally. Maybe you want to get along better with your spouse. Uh, Maybe it is something for work and that's fine, but it has to be the number one priority that must happen for you to feel deep peace and for you to feel like you made great progress. And then, so that's the first question and it might be surprising. So what's important when you do this though, is to do it quickly. Because when you think quickly, you tap into your subconscious mind and your subconscious mind is always going to tell you the truth. When you overthink it, that's your conscious mind. And that will sometimes lie to you because it's driven by your ego. So when you do this exercise, do it quickly. What's the first thing that comes to mind when I tell you what must happen for you in the next 12 months for you to feel like you made progress and for you to feel deep peace and fulfillment? And then I want you to answer this question. Why is it a must? Why is it a must? Why must it happen? Why this versus anything else in your life? Obviously, you're going to have lots of goals. Obviously, you're going to work towards lots of things. But this is your what I call your overarching goal for the year. So I'd like to start with that um, for you for this week. Think about if you feel like so many of us, a high level of stress. I want you to start to pay attention to that little voice that might be talking to you that sometimes we just shut it up because we <laughs> we don't want to deal with it because we're too busy, right? I want you to listen to it. And the best way to do that is to get present. We'll talk more about how to get present. I know I didn't I just touched on that today. We didn't really get into it, but 
I want you to take a few moments every day when you're really like, when you become aware of it, just breathe, just sit and take deep belly breaths and try to breathe into your heart and connect with your heart because your heart will always tell you the truth and your head will always lie to you. So when you connect with your heart, that little voice is telling you something and it wants to help you not hurt you. You're going to feel less stress. So that's it for today. I'm as usual, as always, I'm so excited to have this conversation to start this conversation. I'm hoping that you will keep it moving forward and, and add some comments and please like, and subscribe and share. All right. Have a wonderful day. And I will talk to you next week. 